My name is Kelsey. And my name is April. And this is the Taste Buds Podcast. A podcast where we, registered dietitians, answer your burning nutrition questions. And talk all things food, cooking, research, and wellness. So sit tight and enjoy this taste of nutrition from a couple of buds. I I was on the wrong like Google Chrome so that when I logged in it opened up on the the same anchor account so I thought that it was just the taste buds host logging in on two different places. Oh. So, yeah, so it panicked. Panic. Panic. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready for it? This should be the intro song. Hey everyone, are you ready for this? It's the wave. And welcome back to the Taste Buds podcast, everybody. Hi, everyone. Thanks for stopping in during your holiday season. If you're as busy as we have been, I really appreciate it because... Yes. It ain't easy. <laughs> it ain't easy being green. No. <laughs> so this week we're doing it a little bit different. We um, have decided that just it's the day before Thanksgiving that we're recording this right now and things are a little crazy. So we have decided we're going to switch it up this week and do mm-hmm. a rapid Q&A. Maybe not that rapid, but yeah. Um, we are just going to really be focusing on our listener questions this week and just, you know, giving you guys what you are asking for, I guess. So yeah, a medium speed question. Yeah, yeah. I would say we're we're going to take our times in, in answering the questions, mm-hmm. but we're just going to be doing questions this week. So before we get started, mm-hmm. I just saw a fly and I need to go cover my pies. Okay. <laughs> So um, April is going to go cover her pies, but uh, she is making the splendid salted caramel chocolate pecan pie that we talked about last week. Um, I will actually be making it later today, so uh, maybe we can have a pie contest April, and whosoever pie wins um, gets the bigger high five. (laughs) (laughs) I think yours is going to win because I think I slightly burnt the caramel on mine it's yeah the first one. well i i do have extra experience i've made it you do quite a few years now so but that's actually gonna be so embarrassing if i mess it up though because now yeah. it's gonna be like that would be super embarrassing i, I talked big game and then it wasn't good <laughs> <laughs> um all right shall we jump into the question let's do it okay first question of the day does turkey make you sleepy does it have enough tryptophan to make you sleepy or is it just the post-holiday food coma? Really good question. Very detailed. I like yeah. it. Yeah, that is a very good question. So um, turkey is often known for having tryptophan. Tryptophan is a hormone that um, helps create melatonin, which is your body's sleepy hormone. Um, mm-hmm. So when you have a lot of tryptophan, it can help create melatonin, help you fall asleep. Um, turkey does have tryptophan in it, but really not so much that having one serving of turkey is going to really you know, make you pass out. Um, looking into it, a, a normal supplement for tryptophan is around five grams. Um, mm-hmm. One serving of turkey, which is going to be about three ounces, three to four ounces, only has about 200 milligrams, which is just a small fraction of an actual supplement. So it's really not going to do much. 
um, on its own, but you know, it, it really is going to be that food coma. When we have a lot of food in our stomachs, it really gives us, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. Your body's doing a lot of work there actually to kind of digest it. And it can make you pretty sleepy and just having that full stomach does a lot of, I mean, good things, but also if it's a little too full, maybe not so great. So, um, make sure that, you know, if you are trying to avoid that food coma, take your time, your meal, check in, see how you're feeling, enjoy your food, but you know, keep in mind, you can always have leftovers because Turkey's always yes. better the second day. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I wholeheartedly agree. Um, listen to your hunger and fullness cues, eat the foods you love. And yeah, always remind yourself that there's no need you know, a lot of people I feel like during the holidays get that last supper syndrome where mm -hmm. they just eat anything and everything because they never get it and they restrict throughout the rest of the year. But just remind yourself, there's no need to do that. You can have it the next day. You can bring it to work next week yeah. uh, for lunch all week or eat it for dinner. There's plenty of, plenty of options. No need to restrict. Definitely. All right. You ready for question number two? I'm ready, Freddie. Okay. If pumpkin is a superfood, can you make a superfood pumpkin pie or a healthy pumpkin pie? Superfood, I would say, is honestly just one of those marketing words that's like, yeah, that's why super, I was but if it has antioxidants, it usually can have that superfood word. Pretty much every single fruit and vegetable is going to have antioxidants in it, which is awesome because that's great. They're really good for you. Um, but there's not one food that's like, this is amazing. <laughs> so this is a great question. Superfood's an interesting word. Um, it can be one of those words just like utilized by diet culture to make foods, you know, sound yeah. like they have these superpowers and automatically will make you healthy, which isn't true. Although pumpkin has a lot of amazing qualities and definitely recommend incorporating it into your everyday, um, what you eat every day. Um, you can, you can make a diabetic pumpkin pie. I mean, if you wanting to make one, I would say probably just replacing the sugar components with some type of artificial sugar or something like that. Um, although artificial sugar tends to be a lot sweeter than normal sugar. So you just have to kind of pay attention to that ratio. I don't think it would be like a one-to-one -one ratio of replacing, you know, one cup of sugar with one cup of artificial sugar, because it might be way too sweet. That being said, although you can technically make a diabetic pumpkin pie, that doesn't mean just because you're diabetic that you have to have a diabetic pumpkin pie. You can absolutely eat normal pie as a diabetic. Um, of course, being diabetic, you have to pay more attention to the carb intake purely because it affects your blood sugar and your health directly. So I would just focus on, in addition to having your slice of pie, you know, having some type of protein and fat source along with it or shortly before it just to slow down that digestion and loading up on lots of vegetables just so you're balancing out the really high sugar intake for the pie. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, there's other like tips and tricks that you could throw in there if you want, you know, mm -hmm. you could use a whole grain crust and you can, you know, add some mm -hmm. other things in there that will, you know, add some, some nutrients, some fibers some things to kind of slow down that, um, digestion, slow down that, you know, blood glucose uptake. Um, but like April said, you know, have some, allow yourself to have it, have a piece, enjoy, move mm -hmm. on, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Next question. And this kind of piggy piggybacks nicely off for the, the last one we just answered. Yeah. But this question is, what are the best holiday foods for diabetics? We kind of just answered it. Yeah, I think we just answered it. But just in general, 
holiday foods can work for diabetics. I know it can be, yeah, really it's, it's hard to kind of, um, approach the holidays. It can be really overwhelming and stressful Mm -hmm. for, you know, people with other health conditions or just anyone really that's working on their health. Um, but in general, I really want to stress the point that it's not all or nothing around the holidays. Mm -hmm. It's not just, you know, that black and white of, I'm just going to be bad and bad and just going to have, you know, all the foods throughout the whole time that my family's visiting or all these things that maybe Mm -hmm. not make me feel good or maybe won't do very great things for my health. But instead, just take it one meal at a time. Really, you know, just hone in. You don't have to worry about what you had before. You don't have to worry about what's coming next. You know, just enjoy the Mm -hmm. meal that you have. If you can add some things, if you're diabetic, you know, add some protein, add some fat, add some fiber in there that will, you know, balance out that plate. Um, it can be really, really helpful. And then at the holiday too, if you're, you know, it's Christmas dinner, get some protein on there, get some ham, get some turkey, whatever your family usually has, get some fruits and vegetables on that plate, whether it's Brussels sprouts, green beans, however you want to do it, maybe a side salad, um, whatever's on the plate. And also feel free to bring food, offer foods that, you know, make you feel good that, you know, other people will enjoy. If you want to, you know, bring your special sweet potato casserole, and your, you know, side salad for everyone to enjoy and share, you know, you can bring that and have it as part of your plate and a lot of other people's plates. I'm sure they'll want mm-hmm. to too. So don't be afraid to, you know, prioritize yourself, bring what you want and make that balanced plate, whether it's mm-hmm. what you've brought it or what's, what's there for, for enjoyment. Yeah, absolutely. I agree wholeheartedly. I do have a few diabetic clients and with diabetes, it tends to be just like a little more scientific than maybe somebody who doesn't have diabetes because they are, you know, they do have a comorbidity, but it doesn't have to be something so crazy restrictive or scientific. Definitely, definitely do not skip any meals as a diabetic. You need to absolutely eat at least all three meals a day. Mm -hmm. You don't want to be skipping meals in anticipation of a large meal because that is just going to mess with your blood sugar levels a lot more than if you just ate all three meals or three meals and some snacks. Snacks. Yeah, definitely. I was like, I always like to encourage diabetics to drink lots of water throughout the day, especially over the holidays when people tend to drink more fun drinks like alcoholic beverages, which is totally okay. But don't forget about your water intake. That really aids in lowering blood sugar levels. So if you just had, you know, a glass of sweet wine with your pie, I mean, your blood sugar levels are going to be a lot higher. So drink lots of water. Try to get some movement in if you can. Maybe take the family, walk the dog together, you know, walk outside, look at the changing leaves, um, play outside, toss a football around in the backyard with your cousins, you know, whatever it is, try to get some movement in. Yes, of course, build that balanced plate and try to have that protein or fat on there too, but certainly don't restrict or tell yourself that there are foods off limits. Yeah, definitely. Love it. All right. All right. Next question. (laughs) I love this question. (laughs) how much water do I really need and can I drink it all at once (laughs) I think that would be a lot of someone that doesn't like to drink water (laughs) that would be a lot of water to drink all at once so the general recommendation is about three liters for females and four liters for males however I always like to say that can change based on the environment you're in for example if you live in Arizona like I do it gets terribly hot over the Mm -hmm. summer, you're going to need to drink a lot more water because it's so hot, it's so dry, and you're sweating. Also, to that regard, if you're living somewhere where it's really cold during the winter, it also tends to get really dry. So you may need to drink more water. You also may need to increase your water intake 
with depending on how much movement you get you're getting in if you're getting movement in you're going to need more water too so it starts around three liters for women around four liters for men going up from there based on your environment and your movement um you could drink it all at once although i feel like that would be kind of difficult to chug three liters or four liters all at once yeah i mean i think it's almost the same as food in that sense though you don't want to eat all of your food for the day in one meal i don't think you want to eat all of your or drink all of your water for the day at one point um it would probably cause a lot of stomach upset also it's hard to do this but you can overhydrate it's it's really hard to do it not that, yeah you know it's not hard. this isn't a challenge don't try to do it but <laughs> but you know your body can get overhydrated and it can cause some um like a a, a drop in your sodium <clears throat> so you don't want to do that um so I would say you know yeah it's it's not really it's not a good thing um so I would say you know take your time throughout the day, bring a water bottle with you, especially during the holidays, like get a fun cup, get something that you Mm -hmm. like to have. Um, personally, I like, like a, like the suction, um, kind of camelbacks. Like that's my favorite. Oh yeah. Those are fun. But I know some people have those like fun glittery cups that they like to have, or Mm -hmm. maybe even just like one of those big Starbucks venti cups of water, you know, get what is fun for you, fun to carry around, fun mm-hmm. to have. Um, it's almost like an accessory to your outfit. So um, get something that you like and, and fill it with water and just sip it throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You can add, you know, different things to your water to make it more fun to drink. If you mm-hmm. don't like plain water, I always find that drinking through a straw makes me drink faster. Me That's too. A tactic to, you yeah. know, there are a lot of different things you could do. And if you always forget to, you can set a reminder on your phone to say, drink water. Yeah. There's like fun little apps too, like water apps that will remind you if if you're really struggling and you're like, oh, I feel like I always forget. Um, you can get a fun little notification on your phone that says, drink up. I have a coworker who sets an alarm to remind herself to drink water. <laughs> I always chuckle it's great. when it goes off and she just drinks her water. And I'm like, well, she's drinking some water. I guess I'll drink some yeah, water Yeah, it's too. good because everyone, rem- everyone remembers. And yeah, it's mm-hmm. awesome. It's like an office reminder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's move on to the next question. Okay. I've also been told oranges have the most vitamin C, but are there other foods? Great question. That is a great question. So yeah, there's a lot of foods that are high in vitamin Mm -hmm. C. Um, Vitamin C is pretty, it's known for having that bright orange, red, yellow color. So Mm -hmm. there's a lot of foods that kind of fall into that category. Some of the highest foods though are actually going to be like, like kale is really high in vitamin C. Bell peppers. Bell peppers. Chili peppers, like, um, yeah, strawberries are awesome. Mangoes have really a lot of vitamin C. So just trying to get, yeah, broccoli, which is funny. There's some like green vegetables that have it. So really just in general, if if you're wanting more vitamin C, you know, go for um, just fruits and vegetables in general are going to have a lot of them. Mm -hmm. But the good thing about fruits and vegetables is that they don't usually just have one thing. They have a lot mm-hmm. of really great things in them. So when you get that big, diverse variety of as many colorful, you know, fruits and vegetables and things in your diet and your day to day, you get not only all the awesome vitamin C, but you get a lot of great other vitamins, micronutrients, um, mm-hmm. fiber, hydration. A lot of fruits and vegetables have a lot of water in them. So, you know, they're, they're, it's water you can eat. <laughs> so, so, you know, just getting that variety in there. And mm-hmm. I think we talked about it last week, but my favorite way to do it is just every time I go to the grocery store, I pick 
one fruit and one vegetable that I haven't had very often or I've never used before. So I can mm-hmm. kind of experiment with it. That's a good idea. Yeah. I do it um, based on the sales that are going on. Yeah, yeah. Sales and, and I'm like, whichever spread. vegetables are on sale, those are the ones I'm going to choose. Yeah. <laughs> then I save money, but then I also have variety. Yeah. Well, in like in New Zealand, because it's just a, you know, water locked island, <laughs> um, the it's so hard to import foods that aren't in season. So it's kind of mm-hmm. great because you are always buying in season. And like, for example, you can get berries for a reasonable price for maybe one month of the year the rest of the yeah the the rest of the year I'm buying frozen because it's just it's so hard to get but it's cool because you do actually get to buy seasonally Mm -hmm. and you actually get to go okay this is what's in season right now and I haven't had in a while so let's get some fresh whatever (laughs) um but yeah it's awesome (laughs) that's awesome yeah all right next question Oh, is it my turn? Yeah. (laughs) Is dark chocolate better for you than milk chocolate? Oh, these are, is blank better for you than blank are always such, I feel like people expect a yes or no answer, but they're a lot more complicated than that. So I'm going to start off by saying this. Um, Technically dark chocolate is lower in fat content than milk chocolate. Um, take that as you will, but that doesn't necessarily mean that dark chocolate is better for you than milk chocolate, because if we're considering, if we're talking about, you know, maybe you only like milk chocolate and you think dark chocolate's too bitter and you don't like it. Well, don't force yourself to eat something you don't like. I'd rather you just eat the milk chocolate and move on your merry way than forcing yourself to eat something you don't like. Um, so yes, it's lower in fat content, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's better. So lean into your cravings. If you're craving something that has milk chocolate on it, Um, just eat that and satisfy your craving and move on and don't, you know, make yourself feel guilty for it. Yeah, definitely. I feel like there's this concept that, um, I've talked a lot with, with clients is that, um, food doesn't have to be 100% perfection or super Mm -hmm. extremely healthy to give you health. Um, you know, there, there's foods that maybe you wouldn't say, okay, this is a healthy food, but it's still benefiting you. It's still giving you, um, fat and carbs and protein, not, I wouldn't say chocolate's giving you very much protein, but you know, fat and carbs and, you know, um, there's antioxidants in all chocolates. Um, but things that it's giving you that, you know, is still just because it's just like one of those things that you're like, Oh, it's, it's candy. Mm-hmm. It's actually still giving you energy. It's giving you things that you can use. Yeah. So That's your cravings. Yeah. yeah. So keeping in mind that just all food has energy that your body's going to use. So it's all useful, um, whatever it is. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why I like to say all foods have a purpose because then it's like, well, it's not bad. It's just has a purpose because, you know, I freaking want some chocolate. Yeah. That's the purpose. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And in the grand scheme of things, I think when it comes to, or I've noticed when it comes to eating healthy and when people start to diet is that they get very nitpicky and they're like, well, if I change this one thing, if I convert all my chocolate to dark chocolate, then it's going to fix all my problems. And it's, it's really not. Mm -hmm. Um, What matters more is in its entirety, what you eat every day, you know, all year long versus that one time you ate milk chocolate. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Okay. Next question is Truvia better for you than natural sugar. Oh, that's it. (laughs) Yeah, that's I did it. like a breathe in to read the rest of it. But that's that's it. Um, I'm assuming <laughs> that natural sugar is they're saying like white sugar, like like sugar cane. Yeah, I would say probably granulated sugar. Yeah, 
Um, okay, so this is kind of the same thing that we just talked about. Is one thing better than the other? Um, mm-hmm. Different different strokes work for different folks, everyone. So, <laughs> you know, like like some people are going to um, need like if you're diabetic, if you are you know having to watch sugar intake, um, if for a certain condition or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. trivia might work better for you. So yeah, trivia is going to be a no calorie sweetener. There's a lot of those out there. There's trivia, there's stevia. Trivia is part of stevia, but there's yeah. you know a lot of different brands out there. Um, and if they work better for you, use them. There's there's not you know there's no research out there that's going to say going to kill you. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so so you know if you want to use those, go for it. Um, but other you know white sugar also isn't going to kill you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just everybody's different and we actually talked about sugar was it our last episode we talked about sugar mm-hmm. or the episode couple, before that couple before yeah we talked about artificial sugar versus natural sugar and like we talked about before it's all personal preference i know i mentioned before when i get beverages like from starbucks i always get the sugar-free or the artificial sugar versions because mm-hmm. if i drink those i just feel better on the inside like i feel like i have more energy i don't have as much bloating i have my gi tract handles it better mm-hmm. but when i'm eating you know things like ice cream or pies like the pies i'm making i'm using real sugar because i feel like it tastes better and that makes me happier yeah and that's just my personal decision and yours may be different um kelsey's is different than mine and and you who's listening right now could be different it's just all about finding that balance what makes you feel the best definitely yeah all Mm. right um all right what's next (laughs) i'm I'm going to skip that one um Um, i haven't looked it up either okay how do i get fuller hair through diet um i would say making sure just in general eating a variety of fruits and vegetables making sure you're eating protein sources so you're getting a lot of collagen in um collagen is what you find in your hair, nails, and skin, and that sort of thing, um, just to promote growth. Yeah. I would say also some omega-3s. Omega-3s are going to do wonders for your hair, skin, and nails as well. But something to keep in mind, too, is that you can't target your nutrition. Um, mm-hmm. if, Unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. You can't say, okay, I'm going to eat this meal, and oh, my hair's going to look better. You know, like it, <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Um, and sometimes it's just that's what you got. That's just the genetic. Mm-hmm. That's how it turned out. Um, and you know, if you want to do other things like get hair extensions, get other things that aren't, maybe they aren't nutrition related, but it just makes you mm-hmm. feel better. makes you feel more confident. Go for it. Um, because some, you know, food, food is great for you. It's not going to fix everything. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's just your genetics. It's just where you're at. And that's okay. It's okay to say, okay, I've accepted this. Now I'm going to do whatever I want to you know, yeah, get to that point. Absolutely. And we kind of touched on this, I think, in our first or second episode when we talked about collagen supplements. You know, it's important to get a wide range of fruits and vegetables in and proteins. You're getting that collagen. You're mm-hmm. getting that micronutrients. And you're handing your body the tools to use. But you can't tell your body how it's going to use those tools. So you, your body is going to get those tools. It's going to get the micronutrients and the collagen, but it's going to use it for what it feels is the most important. Mm-hmm. And that may not be your hair. And there's really, like Kelsey said, you can't target it. There's not much you can do, unfortunately. Um, I know a lot of people like to take, who want to promote hair growth, like to take prenatal multivitamins Mm -hmm. um, just because those are packed with a little more micronutrients than your average multivitamin. So that could be something too. But I think the most important part is just making sure to hand your body the tools that it needs and then letting it take its course. So, you know, eating lots of fruits and vegetables and protein. Yeah, definitely. Love it. All right. 
I've heard processed lunch meats cause cancer. Can you explain? Also, any other lunch alternatives? Question mark. Yes. Mm. So, um, lunch meats do contain some nitrates and nitrates, which have been studied. Um, I feel like there's kind of conflicting results to those studies. Some say yes, they do have carcinogens. Some say no, they don't have carcinogens. So I think that the research is honestly almost still out on those. Mm-hmm. Um, but if that's something that you're concerned about and you don't want to have lunch meat, personally, I don't really eat that much lunch meat um, just because I don't really like the flavor and I don't like the texture of it. I think it's kind of like wobbly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, some people do like that and that's okay. So I would say, you know, go for some of our other alternatives. Try to find some other protein sources. So if you want to do maybe like cheese sticks or if you want to do fresh meats too, you can definitely cook the food that you want to have and, you know, slice it up, pre-cook it, make it into salads, make it into sandwiches, mm-hmm. um, however you want to do it. Um, you know, do what makes you feel best and, you know, yeah, I think that's the end. <laughs> do what <laughs> makes you feel best and, and what you want to do. Which is what we say with most things. Yeah. Um, yeah, the FDA heavily reviews all of these research studies and those deli meats wouldn't be out, you know, out for us to purchase this if they caused cancer. So I wouldn't stress about that. Um, Those studies weren't really conclusive. So, but if you are wanting to switch up your lunches, I personally am not a big sandwich person. I don't know. I just never crave them. So I rarely have any sandwiches for lunch, Mm. but I tend to do for lunches. I actually make a lot of what probably people consider more like dinner meals for lunch. So like I'll have a turkey burger or a hamburger or I'll have a lot of pasta dishes um, rice bowls, um, tacos, fajitas. There are so many different options out there. I feel like it's really hard sometimes to get creative for lunch, but if you just kind of expand your thinking and say, what if this was also dinner? What could I have too? Cause there's a lot of options. And if, you know, a lot of people like salads, if you're a salad person, me personally, I never get filled up with salads, but if I do make a salad, making sure to add some protein in there um, and maybe a green source just to fill you up and give you that fiber and that whole grain in there too. So those are great options as well. A wrap. I love wraps. I do want to ask you, so follow-up question, and this will probably, this is Mm -hmm. probably our last question, but follow-up question to the one that I just asked. I had a client recently ask for lunch recommendations, uh, low sodium lunch recommendations. Mm -hmm. They don't have access to a fridge or a microwave. PB&J is my very first thought. Yeah. <laughs> PB&J without add, salt added to the peanut butter. If that, mm-hmm. you know, you said low so- sodium uh, uh, lunch options. Yeah. They could do that. Um, and I think maybe using your like snack as a meal idea. I know we talked about that a, a while ago and you said you were a big fan of the snack plate, you snack know, just plate using different yeah. snacks to make up a meal. I mean, a lot of fruits don't have to be refrigerated. So you could bring like an apple, a banana, Peanut butter to go with apple and banana. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nuts um, are great. Nuts are a great option. Nuts are great. PB classic PB and J doesn't need to be refrigerated. That's a great option. Um, popcorn for a whole grain. If you're mm-hmm. looking to add that component. Yeah, I'm so, also yeah. thinking too if if they don't have so so things can be out of the fridge for about four hours. So mm-hmm. if you get to work at maybe nine and your lunch is at maybe noon, you've still got time. So if you want to throw in a yogurt cup or a cheese stick. Like it's not going to go bad by the time you have lunch. So mm-hmm. um, I thought that was a good, a good idea. Too. Yeah, that too. Um, or even like a container. 
with something to heat up you could do that too if that's if your window falls within that four hours mm-hmm. trying to think yeah. of other non-perishables that you could do you know you could do some type of bar mm-hmm. oh yeah bar yeah mm-hmm. yeah i'm real big on those rx bars right now those are so good i love those i love those yeah so you could do like a combo of things yeah yeah, yeah like that's a good question. Yeah. Well, thank you, April. I thank um, you, really Kelsey. Enjoyed- oh my gosh, you're welcome. <laughs> I enjoyed our rapid fire QA. I feel like we probably keep an eye out for more of these. These will definitely be happening on our holiday weeks, our busier weeks. Um, yeah. And I hope you guys enjoyed it too. Let us know which one you, if you like long form or this one, or mm-hmm. if you want to mix it up too. We want to make sure that you guys are interested in what we're talking about as well. yes please 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 give us feedback yeah and give us questions we need more questions yes more yeah. questions yes yes please but overall thanks so much april thanks everyone for listening and for being here as always please give us a review subscribe follow us on instagram follow us on here wherever you're listening um it really helps us out yes absolutely everything kelsey said yeah <laughs> All right. So happy holidays. Happy. What what will this be in December at some point? In December at some point. I almost said happy Thanksgiving because our Thanksgiving is tomorrow. This is going to come out after Thanksgiving. Yeah. So happy December. Happy times. I think it might be Hanukkah while while it's released. So happy Hanukkah for those that celebrate Hanukkah, I think. Happy holidays. Yeah. Happy Christmas Hanukkah. (laughs) I love it. Okay, everyone. Talk to you soon. Adios. Bye. Bye.